Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 159 of In the Word podcast with Will and Marie. And I'm Will. And I'm Marie. And Marie, we have been discussing the power of prayer. A couple episodes ago, we discussed the purpose of prayer. And we've kind of like been using the Lord's Prayer or the Disciples' Prayer, as I like to refer to it as, because I think the prayer is more for us than it is for Him. But however you want to regard it, the Lord's Prayer, the Disciples' Prayer, the Model Prayer, it just gives us a great pattern, a great template, as it were, of prayer. And we've sort of been deconstructing some of the terminology or some of the lines and phrases in, in, the, um, in the Disciples' Prayer. And uh, I, I just, I like the whole idea of how he just he's he's walking us through this model prayer in a in what I think is a very systematic manner. He, we, you know, we talked about our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Right. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I I think the whole concept of Thy will being done really brings prayer to. Uh, an excellent spot because prayer should be about getting God's will done on earth. Prayer, prayer to me is all about getting God's will done. It's not about us. It's about God and us getting on the same page with God. In other words, prayer should be about, Lord, help me, teach me to agree with you. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be praying what I want because I don't know what I need. I may know what I want, but what I want may not always be what's best for me. It certainly may not be what you want for me. So I want to learn to pray, let your will be done, not just on earth, but in particularly in me. And I like how John puts it in 1 John 5, 14. He says, and this is... I love this because this is just so great. I think it absolutely epitomizes what prayer should be about. John says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, Mm -hmm. that if we ask anything, that is, if we pray, asking asking is a form of prayer, and we haven't quite talked about that yet, but I think prayer should be considered a conversation or fellowship or just intimacy with God. It doesn't need to necessarily always be a formal position. Mm-hmm. Although I'm big on position because Jesus was always found kneeling or, or, or prostrate before the, the Lord, his father, uh, whether in the garden or still in a way to pray or wherever. So mm-hmm. position I think is, is, is important, uh, but perhaps not as important as the position of our heart. Yeah. But he says here in 1 John 5, 14, that this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, mm-hmm. we know that we will have the petitions that we desired of him. Mm-hmm. And I and I think the reason that we can know that, Marie, is that because we're actually asking for what he already wants to give us. Right. We're not asking for something amiss, as it says in James. We're not asking for something that's against his will, according to Matthew 6. We're not asking for something outside of the realm of possibility uh, for us. And I'd say that God's possibilities are unlimited. Right. But but for us, this may not be something that he wants to do. So I want to ask for what God wants 
to give me, and I, I want to be right. content with that. What do you think about that? But we that? need to know what he wants to give us. I think that may be one problem. We may not know, may not have taken the time to study the word and research and see just what it is God has promised, right. you know, and what I should be praying. Right. When, when we spoke in one of the other lessons, we talked about the quietness and the stillness before the Lord. And I just came across this one scripture in Psalms 131, verse 2. It says, surely I have composed and quieted my mm. soul. Yeah. Like a weaned child rests against his mother, yes. my soul is like a weaned child within me. Humbling, mm. you know, just humbling yourself and being quiet before the Lord. And then he will reveal to us his will and we will learn to to, um, to pray his word. We right. will learn what his will is and we'll learn to ask for those things that he already said, mm. you know, he's going to give or he has already provided for us. You know, through the yeah. Holy Spirit, we have all the everything that we need to live this Christian life. God has, you know, works in us through his spirit to um, get us from point A to uh, B to wherever it is he wants us to go. So we just commit ourselves to the Lord and grow and study his word. And God will take us where he wants us to go and transform us. We're being transformed. That's the whole thing. He will be right. transformed us more into his image. Uh, so, yeah, that quietness, the you know, just being before God. He will do the work. Right. And it's trusting him. You know, that's one thing I was thinking about as you were talking. I'm like, you know, we have to all analyze ourselves and ask, how much do I really trust the Lord? Right. I know his great works. I see them every day or whatever. But do I really trust him? Right. And that I think, don't you think that's a part of getting away from what we want and then being transformed more into what God wants for us? Absolutely. I think that might be where some of our problem comes through in prayer. We want this, this, this over here. And we're not taking time to see what God says about that over the, on his side. So then we get right. discouraged because people are saying that whatever you ask, God's going to give it to you. <laughs> Which right. is not true if it's not according to his will. And then right. people get discouraged. And that's sad when people get when we get discouraged with God because he's too good for that. And I think we get discouraged sometimes because people give us um, a false hope or they misrepresent what God's word or is. Or we misinterpret the word ourselves, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly, exactly. And, um, and I, think that's, I think that becomes an issue when we do that. And then we, we start getting, getting things wrong and we misrepresent God, and then that that's never good. Yes. That's never good. And I think that's one of the problems that causes people to to um, uh, get the wrong impression of the Lord and, and get mis they they misrepresent some of these scriptures mm -hmm. and uh shame on some of these uh teachers and preachers for giving that kind of information out and not balancing that or harmonizing it with the other scriptures that talk about, yeah, we can ask for anything or we can believe anything, but it also needs to line up with God's word. It needs to be, it needs to be a part of what God is doing. It can't just be me going rogue and asking God for anything. I love that parable mm -hmm. over in Matthew 20, which talks about the laborers that went out into the vineyard. And they went out at different times of the day. Some went out at 6 in the morning. Others went out at 12 noon. Some went out at 3 o'clock. 
And it's those that went out at five o'clock. Actually, any of those that went out after the initial group, they went out seemingly, certainly the ones that went out at five o'clock. It was a 12-hour workday, so the day ended at at 6 p.m., what we would consider our time. And they went out and... They didn't try to negotiate or bargain with the landowner. They didn't try to make conditions or demands. They went out and they trusted. And I, I love this part because I think it it represents the kind of trust and the kind of assurance we need to have in the Lord. They mm-hmm. trusted that the landowner was they must have known something of his character and right. his integrity. I doubt they would have right. just randomly hitched their wagon to anybody that came along and said, hey, you want some work? I got some work that needs to be done and I'll pay you. Well, I think there was probably a reputation that preceded this landowner. And that's the reputation that precedes our God. We know what God can do. We know what he's done before. We know what he's capable of doing. And so therefore, our trust should be in him, not based upon some negotiations where we say, Lord, you know, if you do this, I'll do that. Or since I've done that, will you now do do this right. or you know people say we demand of god or i'm right. you know i'm de- they calling take that this one scripture that says yeah demand ye me and i'm not even sure what the whole context of that is or if the word demand in that context even translates to the kind of demand right. that we know in english right you know not as though we can demand anything of god i mean we already established in the disciples prayer that it says our father who art in heaven hallowed be, be thy name thy which name. just shows that you know we should have that respect of superior uh of inferior to superior right. and 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 of child to father yes. you know that's implied yes. in that so yes. how dare we order you know our right. kids you know our, our parents around no one knowing and correctly would do that right can i share a sure absolutely real isaiah yes. 30, 15 says but thus the lord god the holy one of israel has said in repentance and strength, you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength, but you are not willing. So I'm assuming he was saying this to Israel back yes. then. And then I say, Isaiah 32, 17 says, And the work of righteousness will be peace, and the service of righteousness will be quietness and assurance mm. forever. Wow. I like no, uh, remembering those words when God says forever. Or even when we did a class last month about... Uh, I will bless the Lord at all times or different things like that. We made that commitment and mm-hmm. and different times it says forever and ever right. or daily. I will do, you know, I will do this or that. So, right. um, so there's evidence in the scripture of things that we could do daily as a, you know, part of our, our walk of transformation in right. Christ Jesus. Right. I love that. And where was that found again? Which uh, one is Isaiah 30 verse 15. And the other one is Isaiah 32, 17. Mm. Both of those are great. Yes. Those are amazing. And I think that um, we should just make a note of those. If you, hopefully you'll be able to, are willing to listen to these podcasts over, over and over. And um, I think that if you will write these scriptures down and go back through them, I believe they will be a blessing to you yes. because I know it's that. It's his word. It's his word. He, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. 
Absolutely. If we get his word in us, he is going to bring it to fruition. He is going to, we're going to experience the joy, the peace, all of that that he has promised us, but it's on us. He told Israel, but you are not willing. Right. So if if we find ourselves in that category, God is saying, I'm offering this, but you're not willing to receive it. You're looking someplace else, probably, you know, no doubt for something else. Right. But God has it all. Let's not be deceived. God has all that we need in them. The world doesn't have anything that is better for anything that God has for us. Right. Right. But he's trying to make us think that what he has is better. Right. But God's. Thank God the word lets us know for we are not ignorant of his devices. We we definitely aren't supposed to be. That's for sure. Right. We don't need to be (laughs) deceived. We don't need to be fooled because we have God's word. We have his word. Yeah. And we should, and we should rely on that. You know, I love John says for this is the confidence that we have. Yes. That if we ask anything according to his will and what is his will? His will is his word. Yes. You know, we have his spirit living in us. So the, the spirit of the Lord will bring to remembrance his word and that will guide us in those areas and those decisions that we don't see a clear answer for in the word, right. who to, who to marry, what, right. what car right. to buy, exactly. what job to take, what school to attend, right. you know, how to spend our money, invest our money. Maybe if you have it that way and, and other things right. that may not be specifically spelled out in black right. and white, the Holy spirit mm-hmm. will use the word of God that yes. we have intake that we yes. have ingested in us, that yes. we have and apply that wisdom in those circumstances. Say, yeah, that wisdom. Yes. Read yeah. the Proverbs on wisdom. You know, as we grow in grace, we grow in that wisdom of God. You're right. And and we'll we'll know that we know that we know in our spirit what God is telling us to do if it's not written. We won't have to, you know, ask someone else outside of the body of Christ or make a rash decision. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide. He promised to lead and guide us into all truth. Right, just right. Have to, we just, and none of us have, you know, we haven't perfected this. We're still growing. We're being transformed. We're, you know, but we're being diligent. We're trying to be diligent and disciplined to learn and understand and live the word of God uh, every day of our lives. Right, right. And the scripture that I, that came to mind when you just said, we don't know everything. I love what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, 9. He says, for we know in part, yes, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And I think, yeah, we may only have part of the revelation now. Though we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. So we may only have part of it, but we have enough of it Mm -hmm. to get us from here to glory. We have enough of his word and his wisdom and his revelation to give us confidence to believe him, to trust him, to obey him. And we can trust that because he gave us what he wanted us to know. So absolutely. We just believe what he's given us. Amen. That's right. Lord Jesus, and we thank you, and we believe what you've given us today, and we've accepted what you've done. We are thankful for your goodness. We're thankful for your mercy and grace. Lord, we just ask you to help us to be better believers, better Christians, Lord, nicer, more kind, more faithful, uh, more humble, Lord. Help us to be more grateful and more appreciative of your overflowing gratitude, of your overflowing goodness to us. May we have an overflowing gratitude toward you. 
Dear Lord, just give us the strength to do those things that are always pleasing in your sight. Lord, may you be glorified and may we be edified by your word and your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you all and we'll see you next time on In the Word Podcast with Willa Marie.